the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. The following program is sponsored by Next Steps for Seniors Foundation. This is Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. Each week, Wendy brings resources and information to help guide you through those next steps for your elderly parent or loved one. Now, Here's Wendy Jones with this week's guest. Good morning, and welcome to Next Steps for Seniors. I'm your host, Wendy Jones, and also, as you all know, owner and operator of Next Steps for Seniors, the business located in Rochester Hills, Michigan. And we do our best each and every week just to bring pertinent information. As we age, we go through so many things in our lives, and knowledge is power, right? And that's why we're here today with you. And our topic today, and in case you didn't know, open enrollment was coming up, but this is a really big topic. You'll probably be hearing a lot about it the next three months. And the reason is because you need to make an educated decision. And in order to do that, we all need the knowledge. So our guest in the studio today is from the Insurance Warehouse is the name of the company. And he is the president. And his name is Victor Wang. Hello, Victor. How are you? Hey, Victor Wang. Wendy. I said it wrong. That's all I'm right. I'm so sorry. No problem, We Wendy. just had this whole conversation. It, and- it, it's so funny because when I, was, um, when I was walking across accepting my diploma, right, the, uh, the person handing out the diplomas, Victor Wang, you know, I mean, in, uh, in the Asian tongue, it's Victor Wang. But uh, in English, it's spelled W-H-A-N-G, so naturally, it's Wang. And even when I look at my own name, in my mind, I say Wang. So don't even worry about it. Everybody, <laughs> so now we all know. Yeah, We're all ev- on the same page. Everybody gets it wrong. Uh, I always say, Wang is Wong, and Wong is Wang. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I love that. And so you're you call yourself the insurance professor, right? Because you know a lot of information about insurance. That is exactly correct. In fact, uh the circles that I run in and my clients, they better they know me better as the insurance professor than Victor Wong. So, um and that is mainly prov- because of the fact that I've been advising clients since 1987. 
And uh, we specialize in anything that has to do with insurance, whether it be Medicare, like what we're going to be talking about today, to long-term care, disability income. We deal with both individuals as well as businesses. So if you've got a business and and, uh, you've got you know, uh, 50 to, to 100 or less employees, that is our sweet spot. We would love to be able to chat with you. But uh, thank you so much for inviting me on your show. I, you, you're so successful, and we're, we just want to make sure that we can continue to get great information out to your listening audience. Well, we appreciate you being here for sure, because this is a, a topic that is very important to our seniors So consider our topic title, Medicare 101. So seniors, grab your listeners, grab your pencil and paper, because we are going to learn a lot about Medicare right now. And it's important. It's a big topic. It's happening. And there's what we call open enrollment coming up here very soon. So these are the times that you can make a difference. But before we transition to that, I wanted to let our listeners know that you actually have a radio program as well on the Patriot uh, with your experience in insurance called the Senior Moment, correct? Absolutely. And, and that airs on Sundays. Every Sunday from 1 to 2 p.m. And we would love uh, your listeners to uh, tune in. Uh, today we uh, talk to an estate planning attorney. And we get uh, calls from our clients every now and then saying, you know, I've just gotten divorced, as some seniors are going through that, unfortunately, but I've just gotten divorced, and uh, what should I do with my health insurance, my Medicare, um, what, uh, what things should I pay attention to, and of course, one of the major things would, would be how is your estate plan um, uh, structured, and will it continue after your divorce, but that's not the topic we're going to talk about today. Today, as uh, Wendy has mentioned, we're talking about Medicare 101. And right now, this being the 4th of October, you only have about 11 more days to get your ducks in a row before you have to either make a decision to move to a new plan or decide that whatever you have currently is going to suffice for 2023. And so what I'm going to do, let's walk back down memory lane a little bit and let's talk about what Medicare really is. Now, Medicare was, and here's some trivia for you that you can wow your uh, family and friends next time you get together for Thanksgiving dinner or whatever. This is what we're going to want to talk about. This is what you (laughs) absolutely talk about. Why wouldn't you? It's so interesting. Um, But as Wendy's laughing in the background saying not, but, uh, but the thing is, Medicare was signed into law in 1966, mm. by what president? Ooh, you are going to test my knowledge, aren't you? It's Kennedy. Remember, Kennedy was just assassinated. Okay, so so it's the next guy in line, and you're going to give us that answer. And that is President Lyndon Johnson. Right. President Johnson signed Medicare into law in 1966. 1966. And here's another cool. Just uh, for the record. Yes. It was before I was born, so <laughs> that and that was the thing. You're you're much younger than that, so there therefore you wouldn't have had that answer. Now, personally, I remember that day very well. Probably like people remember nine eleven, right? But in nineteen, uh, well, when President um, uh, S- Kennedy was assassinated or shot, I remember coming home from elementary school to my babysitter's house, and everybody was glued to the television, 
black and white at that time, and they were crying, and I didn't understand why. And come to find out, President uh, Kennedy had been shot. So that day stands out in my memory to to my my current uh, day or this current day uh, vividly because it was such a a change in uh, America's history. But uh, uh, going on with the trivia, in 1966, of course, Medicare signed into law by President Lyndon Johnson. Who was the first person to sign up for Medicare once it was a law? And for those of you that are out there thinking about that question, it is a former president. And I'll give you the answer. Harry Truman. Harry Truman was the first Medicare beneficiary to ever sign up for that brand new program. And one last piece of trivia. Who was the first insurance company that ever paid a Medicare claim? The name of that insurance company? Aetna. So Aetna has been around for decades and decades and decades they were the first to the party when they needed to pay a beneficiary Medicare claim. Harry Truman was the first person to sign up, and Lyndon Johnson was the president that signed Medicare into effect in uh, or into existence in 1966. Good information. Yeah, there you it's go. Kind of cool, isn't it? You didn't know you were learning something new today, <laughs> listeners. So let's let's get into a little bit um, more detail about Medicare. Absolutely. So uh, are you going to explain maybe what Medicare A is? Because Absolutely. we all know that there's an alphabet related to the Medicare system. Yes. And I'm so glad that you brought that up because this, this is why so many people uh, are confused. Our illustrious government wants to identify everything using letters. So Medicare Part A and B... And then if you have a Medicare supplement, which we'll go into in just a second, they go from A through N and everything in between. So a lot of times when my clients come in and they say, Victor, I just want to review or uh, you were referred to me and um, I want you to take a look at what I have, I always ask them, well, do you have part A and B? Yep, we, we have that. And uh, what else do you have? Well, uh, we have uh, Medicare. A and B. And I said, well, don't you have anything in addition to that? Um, I think we do, but, you know, like I said, A and B. Well, what they're doing is they're confusing Medicare, original Medicare, from the government that we as seniors uh, at the age of 65 or uh, totally disabled on disability income are awarded at, um, at the appropriate time. And there's two parts to Medicare. They call it original Medicare, and that is what you get from the government. So original Medicare, again, 1966, is made up of two parts, A and B. If you take a look at your Medicare card, the red, white, and blue card that you received in the mail after you signed up for Medicare, A says hospital, and B says medical. So what exactly does that mean? Well, as the name implies, if you go into the hospital and you have original Medicare from the government, A will pay for anything that happens to you inside the four walls of a hospital 
or a place that you spend more time than, let's say, an outpatient center or an emergency room or something to that effect. So Part A basically pays for your longer-term hospitalization uh, needs. So now what does Part B pay for? Can I ask you one question? I don't want to interrupt you, but do they cover the entire stay or is it just 80% and you pay 20 We'll get into the percentages okay. in just a second when For we original. talk about out, uh, out-of-pocket costs. Right. Okay? okay. But that's a great question, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll revert back to that in just a second. So with Part A... That pays, as I mentioned, for anything that happens to you in the four walls of a hospital during your confinement. And in a second, we're going to go into what Part B covers. And we'll be back in just one moment. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to our Next Steps for Seniors program. Our topic today is Medicare 101, and we were just talking about Medicare A and what it covers under original Medicare. And I just want the listeners, if you want want to share this with you, another terminology people have used is traditional Medicare. So original Medicare, traditional Medicare, same thing, just so you know. So moving into part B, which we were talking about is covering our physician visits and that type of thing. So we'll turn that back over because part B is very important because hopefully we spend more time with physicians than we do in the hospital. Absolutely correct. And and first of all, thank you for clarifying the uh, different uh, terms for Medicare, whether it be original Medicare or traditional Medicare. We'll, we're still talking about the Medicare that you purchase from the federal government. Now, many of you know this, and for those of you that don't, the department in the government that that oversees Medicare and also now uh, oversees Obamacare, better known as ACA, the Affordable Care Act, as well as making uh, policy decisions for your group health insurance from your employer, is called CMS, or Centers for Medicare Services. So I just want to make sure that everybody out there, when you do see uh, the acronym CMS, it stands for the Center for Medicare Services, but That basically means the governing body that makes rules and regulations for everything in in this country as it relates to health insurance. So uh, moving on to Part B, if you take a look again at your red, white, and blue Medicare card, you will see that it says... it's Doc, confusing, it, I know, because gosh. let me tell you, I've can, seen these. You... I've seen these cards going. You know, I've looked at them a thousand times, and I got to tell you, as I'm looking at them, I'm like, red, white, and blue, traditional Medicare, Medicare card, red, white, and blue, Medicare card, and then when you turn it over, it's got all the information that you need to call the phone number and all that. Right. So I had a a little um, brain fade there, but Part A is hospital. Part B is medical. Now, medical means that it is covering, as Wendy mentioned, the doctor visits. And anybody that has a heartbeat, that pays for their salaries, their income. It pays for the people that uh, answer the phones. 
uh, in the doctor's office or at the hospital. It pays for the orderlies. It pays for the nurses. It pays for the anesthesiologists. It pays for the surgeons. Anybody who actually has a beating heart, they get paid by Part B. Now, as Wendy also mentioned, put the two together and they form an absolute wonderful program to cover pretty much anything that is medically necessary for a human being or anything that you may encounter down the road. The big drawback, though, is that they only pay 80% of the bill, not 100% of the bill. So what ends up happening is that Part B, this called medical, is voluntary. You do not have to sign up for Part B. And I have had a number of clients come into my office because something medically has happened in their life and now they're scrambling to find alternatives and answers to what they should do because they never signed up for Part B. Well, I have to give them the good news and the bad news. The good news is it's never too late to sign up for Part B. The bad news is they're now facing a lifetime penalty. Lifetime. And that penalty never, ever ceases. And obviously, it keeps having them have to pay more than the average person who did sign up on time. And we'll go into what that penalty is in just a a little bit. But please, if you're trying to do this on your own, do not do it. And if you're watching television and you're seeing Joe Namath and all of these other celebrities trying to entice you to call this 800 number, don't do it. Why? Because here's a, a little bit of, uh, of, of uh, information on these national ads that you're seeing. First of all, how much do you, do you think it costs, whoever made those ads to pay for a Joe Namath or a J.J. An Walker or something. Amount of An money. enormous amount of money, right? And there are 50 states in the United States. And the thing is, these are being broadcast to every single state. Well, Joe Namath can't possibly be re-recording everything 50 times to tell you everything about what's available in that particular state. Because not everything that you see or that you hear is ever available 100% in every state. And because of that, that is the reason why many times people call these numbers and they all of a sudden find out that the, uh, the benefit or the feature that they were so interested in is not available in their state. Wendy? I got a question for you. And sure. this, is, this is just a, a little bit more back to, to the topic of, of Medicare A. Why would someone, when they turn 65, take Medicare A and not take B? Great question. Because, because the way you're, you know, like you're saying, there's a fine if you, if you try to sign up later, but why would they not get it in the beginning? I'm just curious to that. One of the major reasons is because they might still be working. So they get it through their they other insurance. They get their insurance through their employer. 
Got and it. if you've got outside insurance, you do not have to sign up for Part B. And the reason for that is because, obviously, using your employer's insurance, it covers doctors, it covers hospitals, it covers x-rays, it covers prescription drugs, right? So because Part B, you have to pay for it, mm-hmm. you wouldn't want to pay for something that you're not using or needing since right. you were covered under employer sponsored coverage. And then if you retire, you might forget to add Part B back on at that time. You are absolutely correct. Okay, good and, information. And that's exactly what happened to a client that walked into my office a couple weeks ago. He is now 72 years of age. He signed up for Part A, but was still working after the age of 65. When he retired and he missed or dropped his uh, employer coverage, he didn't even give it a thought. He thought, oh, I've already signed up for Medicare. There's nothing else I need to do. Mm. But he forgot that he did not sign up for Part B. So now he only has hospital coverage. And here's the downside. Every single year that you do not sign up for Part B after you were uh, offered, it. offered it or you were eligible, that's the, that's the operative word, it's a 10% penalty per year, cumulative, until you do sign up for Part B. Good to know. Now, what does that actually mean? If you out in, uh, in your listening audience knows how much they're paying the government for their Part B, which in 2022, it was $170.10, this gentleman... That retired at 67, per right? right? Mm-hmm. Per month, yeah, you're right. He retired at 67, now he's 72. That's five years. That's 50% more than he has to pay the $170 plus 50% of that. Ooh. Or another, what, $85, right? So 170 plus 85, and that doesn't go away for the rest of his life. So even though he starts paying it five years late, he's paying that much more starting at that point moving forward. Got that it. is correct. Okay. And every year that the Part B premium fluctuates, because normally premiums go up every year. Right. It was only $144 a few years ago, and then it jumped the largest increase in history for this year. Now, some people are asking... Uh, why, and I'll tell you why that is, but let me finish my, my thought. So it went up, and if it goes up again, he's still paying 50% more, no matter what the price is, over and above somebody that signed up at the right time. So these are things that you really need to get counseling for. You need to work with a local professional that knows what's available in the great state of Michigan. We know if you live on the west side of, of the, of the uh, state, what plans are offered there because not all plans that are offered in, in the Detroit Metro Center like Wayne, Oakland, and Macomb County or St. Clair County is available on the west side and vice versa on the east side or the north side or the way south side. So you need to have a professional that knows what is going on with each and every one of these plans to help guide you and figure out what exactly you need for the proper type of coverage. And that's why this gentleman now 
understands that he should have, but we're going to try and file a grievance for him. So there may be a possibility that we can maybe get some of it alleviated or all of it, hopefully. Okay, and we're going to talk about that in our next segment. Again, you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400, and we'll be right back with you. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. We are here today with the, I'm going to call you by your, your proper name, the insurance professor. Right? Yes. Nothing like the insurance professor. So, and he is with Insurance Warehouse. He is the president. And we're learning about Medicare 101. So if you're just tuning in, listeners, this is a, this is a topic that you're going to be hearing a lot about the next three months because it's open enrollment, uh, which basically means you can make changes now that are pretty easy to make versus, and, and, like Victor was just saying, it is important to have someone who knows what they're doing because you don't want to try to figure all this out by yourself because you can make mistakes as the example he just explained. And one of the things that you, I, I was thinking of when you were talking about this gentleman who inadvertently forgot to sign back up for his plan B, is there a downside to having both? Like, could you sign up for your plan B and your plan A when you turn 65 and still get your insurance from the company? That was my question. You are absolutely right to bring that up because if you don't want to forget, like this gentleman did, exactly, um, and you just want to have it covered, whether you're still working with health insurance from your employer or you have finally retired and it's time to be on your own with full Medicare, you could, if you wanted to, sign up for Part B. However, who wants to pay for Part B when you really don't need it? Because they do not work together. No discounts. No there's discounts. No discounts. <laughs> there, there's, there's no, um, court, they call it coordination of benefits. So in other words, you're not being able to submit a bill to your health insurance from your employer and then also submit a bill to Medicare for the same uh, payment. That can't be done. So you, while you're working and have employer coverage, would be paying extra dollars for Part B when you really don't need to. But yes, could you do it? Absolutely. Do some people do it accidentally? Absolutely there as well. In fact, I had uh, a number of folks um, throughout the years come to me and they already, they're, they're proud of their red, white, and blue Part A and B card and they give it to me. And I said, wait, wait a minute, I thought you just retired and just lost health insurance. Well, that's true. Um, why were you paying for Part B? Oh, I didn't know that I didn't need it. I just signed up when I was supposed to. Now, they did what they were supposed to and didn't get counseling from someone like, like the professor to not have to do that and save money all those years. But at least they were covered and have instantaneous ability to get a Medicare program of, mm -hmm. of whatever kind fits their need. So my other question was, how do you get back on Medicare B? So let's say you're going to retire in July of 23, and you know that that's coming, and open enrollment is until October. Can you get onto Medicare B any time because you're retiring and you're losing insurance? Okay, good. Excellent question, Wendy. Uh, the answer to that is yes. Now, as you've already uh, pointed out, there is one time per year that a person who is not aging in, let me make this very, very clear, 
is not aging in, meaning they are not turning 65 for the, for, uh, in, in their life, or they're not um, uh, covered under health insurance from their employer. That is just one time, and that's October 15th to December 7th. However, if you are retiring, and it might be February the 3rd or uh, July the, the 5th or whatever the date is of your retirement, and you're losing health insurance for that, at that particular time, many times your health insurance from your employer will run through the end of the month. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to do that. Because when an employer starts with a group health insurance plan for their employees, they have two choices. Do we want the insurance for that terminating employee to end the day they walk out the door or at the end of the month? So if you are getting ready to retire, your homework assignment is to go to your HR person and say, you know, I'm getting ready to retire. I know I'm going to be losing my health insurance from, from here. Can you share with me? whether or not that insurance lasts from the day I retire to the end of the month or exactly the day that I walk out the door. It's extremely important because if it ends the day you walk out the door and that day is sometime in the middle of the month, you better have your Medicare start the first of that month. That way you're not going for a week or two without coverage and then having it start the month after you retire. Because if you, if there's two weeks that you don't have coverage, I'm going to tell you right now, listeners, chances are high something's just going to happen during that time frame. So don't chance it. It's not worth it. But that's great information because I don't think a lot of people know that. So thank you for sharing that with us. We do an awful lot of retirement counseling. So people will come in and they'll say, well, um, I'm going to be retiring in August of 2024. When should I start thinking about Medicare? And so here's the, the standard answer. We should be ready to apply for Part B 90 days before you decide to retire. Okay. That doesn't mean that Part B starts 90 days before. It means that we can tell the federal government when we want it to start. So if you're retiring in August and we've still got three months then we're not going to start it until uh, November, right? Because you're, you're, you're getting ready to retire. I'm sorry. You're getting ready to retire in August. We need to start it in August. But if you're saying, no, I'm not going to be retiring for at least three months, and now it's August, we're not going to start it till October. Right. Okay. okay. So that's why it does take a little bit of time. Now, you can do it a couple different ways. You can call Social Security and you can talk to somebody on the phone and they can hook you up uh, on the phone. You can make an appointment to go into the Social Security office and, uh, and have one of their staff workers help sign you up for Medicare. Or you can do it yourself by going on SSA.gov. SSA stands for Social Security Administration.gov. Okay, SSA.gov. And you scroll down to about the middle of the page, you'll see a big green box that says Medicare. Click on the box and it's going to say, do you want to sign up for Medicare only or do you want to sign up for both Medicare and Social Security? 
So depending on your situation, you will pick one or the other choice, but then it'll lead you down the path. You can put in all your information and go from there. So now we were talking about part B mm -hmm. and remember part B pays for the human touch. It also pays for anything that has to do with outpatient services. So if you have to go to the emergency room, if you have to go to an urgent care center, if you have to go to uh, get some type of testing, you know, a big deal nowadays are colonoscopies. You get a colonoscopy and it is covered now by federal law under your wellness checkup. Now, that's for people that have never had any polyps or any pre-existing pre condition. conditions yeah. found in their colon mm -hmm. previously. So I'll, I'll share how mine went. I had my colonoscopy. Obviously, as you know, you're put out, so you're unconscious. Well, if the doctor finds polyps, they're certainly not waking you up and saying, hey, Victor, we found a polyp. Do you no. want us to take it out? Right. They will automatically take that out and now the whole process is no longer wellness it is now considered diagnostic so don't be shocked if you get a bill for that colonoscopy now if it's only preventive then it's covered under federal law for zero cost everything is zero cost in my case I was I got a clean bill of health so I didn't have to worry about any payments, but everything was covered at 100%. My second one, because they hadn't found anything the first time, was covered at 100% again because it came up clear. But God forbid anything like that happens and, I, and there's a polyp or something, I might have a, a small bill to pay. Okay, So that is the reason why Part B is so important, and that is to pay for the doctors and the, and the things that Part A does not pay for. And it includes cardiologists, urologists, dermatologists, those types of specialty physicians also, correct? That is correct. Okay. Any of your primary care or specialists, and, and here's the catchword or the catchphrase, medically necessary and Medicare covered or eligible. They're not going to pay for cosmetic surgery. I don't like the shape right. of my nose, yeah. so I'm going to get it Good luck. fixed, right? I don't like how I, you know, my eyebrows or something like that. Doesn't pay for any of that because it's medically not necessary and Medicare not eligible. So keep those in mind. Very, very important terms. And, uh, and then last but not least about Part B, the premium for Part B has gone up the highest percentage from 2021 to 2022. It went from um, $133. We're going to get, yes, yeah. we got to go to commercial. We are going to talk about this when we come back. Again, you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400.
This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. Our topic today, Medicare 101 with Victor Wong. And let me tell you, there's a lot of information to know. And we've gotten through Medicare uh, Part A and B, and he's talking about the pricing right now. So I want to kind of share that with you listeners because it has changed a little bit in the last couple of years. Absolutely, Wendy. Um, Let's just kind of back up the truck two years past, so 2021, there are two things that with Part B you have to be concerned with. One is the premium, of course. What do we pay to Uncle Sam or CMS to uh, have them provide original or traditional Medicare, Part A and B? And what is the deductible that is associated with Part B? Because there's no deductible for Part A for most people. Now, if you don't qualify for Part A because you you work 40 quarters and you paid into Medicare and all that kind of stuff and you get it for no no cost, then you will have to pay for it and there is a deductible on that. But the majority of your listeners are probably going to get Part A for for no cost and then pay for or or, uh, sign up for Part B. So, first of all, the, the premium for 2021 Part B was only $203. So it's relatively low as compared to when you were working and you had group health insurance when it was a, a, maybe a Enormous. couple thousand yes. dollars, right? Or more, <laughs> yes. right? Now in 2022, Part B, the Part B deductible rose to $226. And, uh, and I'm sorry, $233. And in 2023, it's going to drop by $7 to $226. So who says that we're not getting something a little bit cheaper, right? $7 is $7. And for many, many of our uh, senior listening in the audience, $7 can can make a big difference in their budget, right? So the good news is that 2021, it was $203. 2022, it jumped to $233. And 2023, it's dropping by $7 to to $226. Now, how about the premium for Part B? In 2022, it was $170.10. And in 2023, it's going down to $164.90. Now, why is that? A lot of times people ask me, Victor, does the government just make up these numbers and and how do they figure on what my new Part B premium is going to be? Let me share with you why the uh, uh, premium in 2022 went up so drastically from 2021. And the main reason is because the federal government got wind of a brand new Alzheimer's drug. And that Alzheimer's drug from the manufacturer was priced out at $56,000 a year per person. Do you know how many people in America have Alzheimer's and would be candidates for their drugs and also on Medicare? And Medicare would end up having to pay that. That's the reason why they jumped the gun and they raised the price for Part B, the premium for Part B, the highest increase in the history of Medicare, all because of that one drug. Now, I'm sure there were some background reasons that we in in the uh, community don't know anything about, but that's the one that they wanted to 
advertised to us. So then why is it going down next year? The reason for that, Wendy, is because that drug, the manufacturer decided, hey, you know what? Why don't we give America a break? We're not going to charge them $56,000. We're only going to charge them $28,000. Oh, man, I'm so happy. Real deal. Yeah, real (laughs) deal. I I think that these people, if they really had the American public and everybody else in, in our health and yes, in, I agree. In the forefront, they would try and find the cheapest way and just sell a ton of it. You know? You can sell five thousand Cadillacs for a hundred grand, but you could probably sell a hundred grand if they were five thousand or ten thousand or twenty thousand or some type of, of uh, number some number that's within grasp of us. So that's the reason why premiums are dropping to 164.90 and the deductible is going from uh 220 uh, or 203, I'm sorry, 226 to uh 233. So there is an increase of I'm I'm mixed up. That's okay. We're all we're looking at the numbers. 2023 it's 233 and 2022 226. So it's dropping um, for the by deductible. $7. Right. Okay. So now you had a question about Plan C. Yes. Plan C basically is what you're seeing on television with Joe Namath. Plan C is what they call a Medicare Advantage plan. Medicare Advantage plans are taking the world of Medicare by storm. Why? Because not only do they cover the things that, uh, that you need, doctors, hospitals, surgery, testing, lab work, x-rays, all of those things, but they also give you additional features and benefits like dental, vision, hearing aids, gym memberships, over-the-counter items, food when you get sick and are in the hospital overnight. They send food to your home. In certain cases, if you've got chronic conditions like COPD or uh, diabetes or something like that, they will give you the opportunity to have a helper 10 hours uh, a month come into the home to do light chores, house cleaning, uh, keeping you company, things like that, taking you to and from doctor appointments. These are all things that are attached as additional benefits to a uh, Medicare Advantage plan that you do not get if you are with a Medicare supplement or Medigap plan. And again, in the state of Michigan, really, Plan F went away. That was the 100% plan, and they are trying to price people out of that by making it so expensive. And we're now talking about a Medicare supplement to close that 20% gap that Medicare doesn't pay for. And in addition to that, you have to pay for a special prescription drug plan because Medigap plans never, ever, ever cover drugs. So you're paying for not only the premium from the government, you're also paying for the price of the Medigap plan, and you're also paying for a separate pr- um, prescription drug plan. So it gets to be extremely expensive each and every month. And there are ways to figure out which one is best for you. Medicare Advantage, in most cases, depending on the company you go with, the plan that you choose is zero premium. So you can get all of these things uh, for no cost per month. Now, I still, I am Medicare eligible. I just turned 65 in July. I signed up for a Medicare Advantage plan. Why? Because I needed implants. And the plan that I chose offered a very generous uh, benefit for implants or dental in general. So I had my implant put in. I turned in a claim. I got my, my uh, thousands of dollars back and it made my implant almost zero cost. Not quite, but almost zero cost. 
These are the things that we will go through with our clients and folks that call us. We give free, I repeat, we give free advice, we give free uh, plan reviews to see whether or not what you're in is right for your situation or not. Should you be in a Medicare supplement versus a Medicare Advantage or vice versa? We will be able to drill down, ask you those questions, and really make sure that you're in the right program at the right um, uh, budget for, for you. And this is a great time for you to share your information. So listeners, grab a piece of paper and pencil. He's going to share how you can get a hold of Victor. Yes. Uh, again, thank you again to Wendy Jones for having us on her wonderful program. We're just happy and excited to be able to give you this uh, great information at, a, at, a, at the right time. Um, annual enrollment starts October 15th to December 7th. Then open enrollment starts from for January 1st to March 31st. Open enrollment means if you chose a Medicare Advantage plan in 2022 and it started and you didn't like it, you have three months to try it or get rid of it. So from January 1st to October 31st of every year, it's called open enrollment, and that's when you are able to switch plans. Uh, there are some other things that you can switch, but call us, and to reach us, we're at uh, 833-783-6669. That's 833-783-6669. Or our local number is 586-623-5629. Uh, we have a brick-and-mortar office in beautiful downtown New Baltimore, Michigan. We also make house calls. I, I, I akin myself to a good old-fashioned country doctor. I still make house calls. For those of you that can't get out, don't have transportation, we will come to you. We will review your situation and we will let you know if there's anything better, cheaper, or both. Wonderful. Well, we appreciate you. Thank you for your knowledge, your information. Listeners, again, that phone number to reach him direct is 586-623-5629. And ask for Victor. I am sure that you will not be disappointed. We appreciate you being here today, Victor. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for caring about our seniors. It's near and dear. It's a passion of mine. And I love that we share that same passion. You've been listening to this week's edition of Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. You can reach Wendy with any questions you have at area 248-651-5010. That's 248-651-5010. Join us again next week as Wendy provides more information and resources for those important next steps for your elderly parent or loved one. The preceding program was sponsored by Next Steps for Seniors Foundation. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.